There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip. No, more like journey. We're throwing out the script. We don't charge a Hey, Sebastian, where's last week's episode? It's still being worked on. <laughs> At this point, we have recorded one episode that has not been released yet. <laughs> well, I, I look at it this way. We're block recording, and then we'll have shit to just be released. Fuck's sake. All right. I feel you. Like, I didn't... I wasn't expecting that... that so, you know, I, I mentioned that I was doing the American film market and did uh-huh. that. And it was, it was pretty good. So good. I'm glad. got some good leads from that and been following up and talking to a few people. But it's been a lot. And now prepping to go to Cancun for pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been hectic. And it's not that I haven't wanted to do it. It's just that, you know, it's just been so crazy. But the plan is. I wasn't going to give me shit. And it was meant to be a joke. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I just it's just for me. Okay, okay, it's just I need to get I need to say it. I need to get it out. I need to put it out in the universe. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to edit this one and then I'm going to schedule them for release so that way they're good and I don't got to worry about them and I don't got to feel like an asshole. You know, you know you know what, Sebastian? What's I believe up? I believe in you. I appreciate that, man. I <laughs> and for all those that don't know, what is AFM, my dude? So it's the American film market, and it's ooh. I'm applying like sound bites. Ah, <laughs> uh, gonna get a gasp from the audience. <gasps> <laughs> so yes, um, the American film market. In a nutshell, it's a place where filmmakers can come with ideally finished films, and you know, look, talk to distributors about selling them, and you know essentially selling your movie that's the whole point of it that's the business side of you know the film industry Mm -hmm. i went not having a completed film but you know having scripts and having plans and this and that looking for financing yeah here's the downside of that plan though okay there are so many filmmakers who go to this thing with the same fucking plan oh no (laughs) It's not even about competing. It's that I'm pretty sure that people who do financing are aware of this. And like, you know what? I'm going to steer clear because mm-hmm. they're going to bother the shit out of me. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. So it's it's I met a lot of great people, met a lot of great filmmakers and a lot of great producers and you know, a couple of writers and even a couple of distributors, too. So it's a great networking spot. But unless you have a completed film, unless you have unless you're further along in production, it's really not the ideal place for you. Is net is networking worth the price of admission? I don't know. I don't know yet just because I don't know how these connections are going to pan out. 
mm-hmm. if they pan out well, then then it could be because yeah. you know you don't pay, you don't. It's it just cemented that this industry is very much pay to play. Yeah, of course it's always has been. And that's the thing. Like I've been, obviously, I knew that into like and just it just getting slapped in the face with it. Like reality just came out, unzipped its pants, and slapped me in the face with, "Hey, pay to play." Oh, you get blinded okay. by the good idea that you have, and thinking it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, maybe I can, maybe I can go around this time. Maybe this is good enough to like sort of open up a window, yep. open up a door, like you know, maybe one of those producers is a bit hot and needs to let a breeze in, and then whoo, in comes me, mm-hmm. and then just like ever so slowly, you like, it's like, what's that?" Oh yeah, it's that returning feeling of lo- self-loathing and doubt and hatred that mm. I I've missed so dearly. And it's just that it just comes, it puts your arm, it puts its arm around you and just goes, "Come on, buddy, come on, back over here, back over here." But I was so close to the light. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, buddy. But that door was open. No, it wasn't. It's locked. There's about eighteen locks on that dude. Come on, dude. You're not a lockpick. But I can learn. No, you can't. Come on, over here. <laughs> I've I've got I've got the office takeout and booze for you. Oh, I love those things. I know you do, buddy. <laughs> Hello, Damn. darkness, my old you friend. You summed that up so well. <laughs> but but it's but it, but it's true. Like there there is that sense of like it's it and the, the the place where it's at the lowest hotel in Santa Monica. It's kind of imposing. Like you walk in and it's like four or five floors and it's just all these different production companies and people from all over the world trying to do the same thing you're doing and it's like mm-hmm. it's intimidating daunting and it's a little it's daunting and it definitely puts that self-doubt and you know self-loathing back in your head but it's also like the what the sobering thought that i had that kind of helped ease me into like being okay with being there and being a little more open with the people there was like as big as all these people are, as big as all the people selling, buying, directing, writing, all of that stuff, as big as they all are there, they all started in the exact same place that I am. Yeah, 100%. And and it's like, okay, it's not impossible because you can see the fault, the, the payout. You're, you're literally greeted by it. So mm-hmm. as daunting as it was, it was also kind of um inspiring because it's like i as long as i do not stop i can get there hell yeah dude so you know good and bad good <laughs> and bad yeah well i think you've answered that pretty well um so let's get on with the episode right i'm down yeah 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 i, I was i was trying to think of a segue no 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 there's no like, segue <laughs> but but we been we were getting so good at them <laughs> Hang on, let me this try. This is what we get for taking a month off. Now, if you if you think our careers are a horror story, let's tell you about some of our favorite horrors. Yeah. It'll oh, do. Shit. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. That'll do, pig. I'm just like, <laughs> self-doubt self doubt and loathing is coming back again. Come on, Ed. You tried. Back over here. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, but so... Oh, honestly, what's crazy to me, just my last thing about AFM and how it connects. Okay. The amount of horror movies that were being sold at this market oh, damn. was crazy. 
Really? And and um, have you heard of the movie um, Terrifier Two? Yes, I have. I've I've seen the TikToks of like apparently people are fainting watching this movie. It's like it's not possible. So the production company that did that was there, oh, and no. I went in and I and I and I spoke to a couple of the people there, and they I was just kind of getting a sense of like the movie, like it was made on a budget of like two hundred and fifty grand. Whoa! It's grossing over almost ten over ten million dollars now. Damn, that is a... like horror. <whistles> yeah, like horror movies in terms of like return on investment are fucking huge, mm. which is crazy to me. And like this year, from what I've, I mean, I'm not the biggest horror fan, but I have a newfound appreciation for horror. In terms I love of a good, like, I, I love a good horror. And and like this year is apparently really good for horror movies. Yes. Yeah, you had two, Terrifier two, two, two of the two of the movies. Uh, I I hate Smile. Smile can go do one. It, well, look, I haven't seen it, but it's been doing well. That's it's what been I mean doing. It's been doing well. It got you know to quote Shawzy. Fuck you, Shawzy. It puts bums in seats. <laughs> you know, where, like it is probably like the busiest I've seen a cinema since mm-hmm. No Way Home, which is a very long time. Mm. Oh, like yeah, close to, close to a year now. Like nothing has filled the cinema quite like quite as much as Smile has, and I get that it's got good reviews, and I get that it's reviewing well. But for me, mm-hmm. as a horror fan, I I need endings, bro. I don't need franchises. That movie, mm. like as that movie barrel rolls towards its ending, and then it does the CSI ten minute cleanup within that cleanup, sort of forces a character that's been there the whole movie, pretty much down your throat. And I was like, don't. Don't fucking do it. And then, like, they sort of have this handoff that sort of suggests that, ooh, the mm-hmm. ho- the story continues. I was like, come on, yeah. man. Like, and, and like, and because of how well it's done, it's going to get a sequel. It's going to get a sequel. But yeah. I just, it'll be more of the same. And me, 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 me. I'm not here for that. Whereas one I watched yesterday, which is a horror movie, mm-hmm. is possibly... The most perfect blend, most perfect blend of Hitchcock and Chekhov that I've ever seen in a movie. Well, that's what we're here for. We're here to talk about our favorite horror movies. Hell yes, so, we are. I mean, you set it up. You might as well kick us off, bro. All right, yeah. So I'll talk about this one. I I saw The Watcher yesterday. Well, it's not The Watcher. It's just called Watcher. Now, not mm-hmm. to be confused with the dog shit series that's on Netflix. This movie is very much a combination of rear, win- rear, rear Window and The Seagull. So mm-hmm. if you don't know, Hitchcock and Chekhov are both sort of fans of the... Um, so it's called Chekhov's Gun. Do you know what Chekhov's Gun is, Sebastian? So if you, if, you set off a, if you see the gun in Act 1, it goes off in Act 3. Off in that, Act two, yeah. that kind of shit. And you've got this whole sort of claustrophobic setting in Romania with Mia, uh, Micah Monroe. So she's done a few horrors now. She's done um, mm-hmm. Guest, It Follows, and she's following up with Watcher. I think she's done uh, Hot Summer Nights as well. I can't be sure, but that wasn't really a horror. Um, but she's amazing in this movie. It's like She's matured like way past those sort of teen slasher horrors. But she's sort of kept the horror genre. She's evolving herself around a genre she does good in. And you don't, you know... Feathered and lethal. You just don't see that these days, Cotton. Like... 
<laughs> she plays this uh, like um, American actress, like horribly out of place. You know, people speaking this like, you know, people speaking Romania around her all day. Like, the, you know, she begins to feel distant from like her husband, where she's living, and like, you know, you know the the um, what's the guy in Friends? Uh, the uh, ugly naked, ugly naked guy, basically. Basically, that across the across the building is like you know waving at her, follows her, that kind of shit. In the background, there's a serial killer on the on the loose, like decapitating yeah. girls and shit. She befriends a stripper, and I literally turn to my mate and I'm like, "She gonna die? They're gonna be they're gonna become friends. She's gonna be all like, oh, you stay with me, baby girl. I protect you.' Boom, dead. <laughs> but yeah, like." the way this movie sort of takes its inspirations and sort of runs runs with them in a in an original way in a modern way it's nice to see modern horrors that sort of feel real to the point where it's like unnerving and that's why i watch horrors i watch horrors to unnerve myself it's like it's a strong feeling and you like it's mm-hmm. like if i watch a horror and i'm i'm numb and i'm like okay something's wrong like, yeah, like, if you can't make yourself feel unnerved, you are de- like something inside of you is broken. Because as soon yeah. as you can tap into that emotion, that like even your brain struggles to like keep at bay, because your brain wants to, be, you know, everyone thinks they're strong and shit until you're faced with the reality of, oh fuck, I'm gonna die. It's it's really good. It's a really great movie, and I think you know. Mm-hmm. For coming towards the end of 2022, uh, directed by uh, Chloe Okuna. Phenomenal movie. If it's in your local cinema, I highly recommend you go see it. It will be not a bad. You'll you'll not have a bad time. Hundred percent. Nice, 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 nice. What about you, dude? What's your number ten? Um. So this was a movie that I saw on Halloween with my brother. It was a. Uh, it's. I mean, for me, it's just. It's one of my favorites. It's uh, Shaun of the Dead. Ah, oh, good choice. Good choice. I have a different zombie and, movie. And, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a massive fan of zombie movies. Like, I I saw, I got through the first season of The Walking Dead, and I'm just like, okay, cool. It's, it's fine. It's <laughs> Do you fine. want 21 more seasons of it? Because now you can. No! On VFX <laughs> on demand. Well, now you can. <laughs> VX, sorry. No. FX. FX. VX. FX. The fuck? What am I talking VX. about? The oh, X. Isn't it on, AM- <laughs> isn't AMC? Yeah, uh, FX, FX, and AMC uh, partners, bro. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just I love this fucking movie, and I love the way Edgar Wright. I mean, I guess when I when I first saw it. It was like okay, you know, it's a zombie movie, it's a comedy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's you know Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and it's and it's, it's fine. But I feel like the more that I started to pay more attention to like directing styles and editing styles and shit like that, the more I'm kind of I have a, definitely a newfound appreciation for the way Edgar Wright does his shit. Yeah, like the whole sequence with the you know um, Sean skipping through channels and essentially getting the exposition by. Each yeah. word from a channel being that that shit's fucking funny. I love the um when he wakes up and he goes to the store 
in the in mm-hmm. like like you got the two separate days and it's like it's the same yeah it's the same camera angle it's the same speed it's the same height it's the same lens mm-hmm. but it's like the things around him are changing and he's just oblivious that is yeah. that is a phenomenal piece of acting camera work and choreography i also i also love that he doesn't that Wright doesn't shy away from like the gore of it like it's a pretty very gory Re- film. romero inspired in terms of like oh, absolutely. Gory shows. it's 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 so good and it's not like yeah it, it's kind of there's a sense of like gory for the sake of gory but it's gore that makes sense these fucking things are tearing people apart so you know if you're gonna see that shit you gotta see that shit you gotta see that shit and 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 it's just a really funny overall you know it's a great fucking halloween movie yeah man yeah that's a good choice damn i did i I did my list so quickly that that didn't even come to me, and now I feel annoyed. You, you've out Britished me. I don't think any of my movies are British, bro. Actually, no, one of them is. Thank fuck, Christ. I, <laughs> well, in I, in my defense, that was that was my only British one, so that I've pretty much shot my wad already. Well, like I I love like the old Hammer movies, but like mm-hmm. you know, for for me, I have like I know the horrors I like, and I know the comedies I like. Not everyone necessarily yeah. agrees with them. I know Hammer Horrors. No, I know Hammer Horrors is like, is like a huge has a huge cult following in England. There's so many like mm-hmm. independent horrors that come through, uh, come through England. But yeah. it's like, some of them are a bit of a slog. Um, but I'm going to talk about my zombie movie. Seems so you've done yours. I want to do mine. So uh, my zombie movie is Train to Busan, the South Korean oh, zombie movie from nice. 20. This is all the way back in 2016, I believe. Uh, all the you, way you, back fuck you all dude. the way back well it looks like i was about to say 2010 but i think it's 2016 yeah it's 2016 that's not how all I the way back to six years ago. yeah i kind of like i've set myself up or you know what I just, sometimes you have to eat that shit sandwich um i'm gonna butcher this name until the cows come home and i apologize yun sung ho mm. i did that as best as possible um but yeah like takes place solely on surprisingly enough a train to busan but the way it handles like sort of it makes an unwinnable situation feel winnable for the goal that it sets mm-hmm. up like set yeah. like the same with bullet train it sets itself up with a goal as long as you get to that goal any by any means necessary jo- jobs are good and it's not about sort of surviving the bigger zombie impact it's it takes what it takes something global and brings it down to a train mm-hmm. that is like that is so that is so hard to do especially when you've got like people moving between carriages and shit you've got like you know what if there's school athletes there that like can try to defend themselves that kind of shit it gives you all these mm-hmm. sort of different obstacles that even the zombies themselves have to sort of work around. Really, it's, it's not like a sort of open, open and shut kind of deal. You know, there's there's like there's a there's a method into like it takes chaos and gives it a method. It gives it a method. It gives it a target. And I think it's really well filmed. Something that, like I I love the South Korean language. You know, you know me. I love I love old boy. Um, uh, I've got mm-hmm. another sort of South Korean Japanese movie on on my list as well. Um, but yeah, but you know Park Chan Wook, 
with the Vengeance trilogy. I wouldn't consider any of them horrors, but like they're definitely psychological, sort of yeah, make, you know, think you know, make make you think kind of movies. And it's just a, a rhythm to the South Korean language that when you translate it, like you could, you know, you could do like train to fucking Malabone or some shit, and, mm-hmm. and just take the, the the same script and speak it English. It wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, it's very, like this. This movie is is a one of a kind, really. So what is your next movie, it's... dickhead? No, <laughs> no. I just kind of wanted to touch. It's like I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't. I, de- I know I haven't seen Train to Busan, but I know that I've seen like bits of it that have been like talked about in like YouTube videos and where they talk yeah. about horror. And, like it, it's there's something about Asian horror films that just hit different in ter- in comparison to like you know what you know more I guess Western horror films. Like there, there, there's just a level of fear that doesn't exist for us and i feel like it has to do with the way that they respect the material a lot more yeah to just go fucking balls in mm-hmm. and it, and it, and it's absolutely crazy so i think so yeah no that was a great pick dude yeah thank you mm-hmm. mine see mine i'm taking us back i'm taking us way all the way back all to 2015 the way back <laughs> <laughs> To 1931. Holy fuck. So, my pick is Dracula. Dracula. Ah, okay, fair play. Classic. Can't go so, wrong. So, for me, this movie represents just... I look at this movie and I, and I kind of like... There is no horror without this movie you know the universal mm. monster movies because they were such a staple of they become such a staple of the horror and they set the bar for obviously you know things change things progress and everything but when you think of dracula you think of bella lugosi's dracula when you think mm-hmm. of fucking the wolfman you think you know that kind of stuff so these are these this is a timeless movie yeah it's it's kind of a slog to get through it's not a long movie by any means. I think it's not even an hour fucking long. It feels like it sometimes. <laughs> but that That's because the pacing moment, it's like it's like it's deliberate it's deliberately slow paced. Exactly, absolutely. But it's but that first moment when Bella Lugosi's coming down the stairs and Jonathan Harker's at the face, and he's like, I am, you know, he's introducing himself, he is Dracula. And he's standing, and he's just this imposing figure, standing on the doorstep, talking about the creatures of the night. And you're just like, like, to, to this day, like, it, it was a Halloween staple when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's still a Halloween thing for me. And there's that, there's a coolness. You know, Halloween and Dracula, it just goes it. hand in hand, doesn't it? absolutely like just i can watch i can marathon all those movies on fucking halloween like i'd probably be asleep by the end of them but like i can i I love them i love them and it's and it's just so great and obviously i i've seen the the bram stoker one the one with uh gary oldman and i liked it yeah i still think that for me bella lugosi is still like the definitive dracula and compare because you know you have all these you've had so many people play Dracula. Christopher Lee's probably second for me, but like I think B 
be all end all. Dracula's Bela Lugosi, and this this is that movie for me. Um, so Br- Bram, like I, I I I knew this, but I just I just googled it to uh, just to make sure uh, that that um, Gary Oldman movie is Francis Ford Coppola. Bram Stoker is the author of Dracula. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was that's the, so the like just the the, the, the way I, the way my the way my brain sort of manipulated that sort of meant like do you think Bram Stoker directed this shit like <laughs> you you cannot be serious right now <laughs> this man did not just do that <laughs> but you, you mentioned I'm glad you mentioned Christopher Lee because like that is the be, well I don't want to say that's the only Dracula I've seen because I've seen the Keanu Reeves one as well and we don't talk about that piece of shit <laughs> well that's that's the one with Gary Oldman <laughs> oh is that Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. Oh no, no! Like he tries to bring in this like Shakespearean aspect because at the time he was trying to do Shakespeare, and he's like, you just know he came onto set and was like, dude, I got like this totally wicked idea, you know? Just let me run with it, man. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad, bro. Bad. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Okay, like, the, like I get convoluted. Like my sort of memory of Dracula is so convoluted between like all the different versions that I'd like. I know the story, but like, I remember different bits of the story from different movies to sort of same. frame to frame the whole picture. Like that's how weird it is. Honestly, same. Like there's something memorable about every adaptation of Dracula. And I'm even looking forward to um, Robert Eggers' next movie, the remake of Nosferatu, because mm-hmm. he's using um, Bill Sarsgaard, who was Pennywise. So I think that's a like that's a great casting. I'm pretty sure it's also oh, got yeah. Lily Rose Depp in it as like the female lead. Fucking a. Yeah. Strange. Right. Oh, it's my turn again. <laughs> hmm. Yes, so, uh, Sebastian. Uh, a foreign horror or a English speaking horror? Mm, let's do English. We'll we'll bounce. Let's we'll do bounce it, it, we'll bounce. We'll bounce. We'll bounce. Okay, let me go with. Let me go with VHS. Get mm. this one. Get this one out of the way because uh, it's like it's a bit of like it, it's it's a movie, but it's like it's a collection of movies. So, um, yep. but it, it started, I would say this started uh, Adam Wingard's career and he's now well known for the live action Death Note because he, you know, mm-hmm. he tried to do live action anime and you, you can't do that apparently because you don't, you can't, you don't want to anger anime fans. <laughs> no, no, you do and not. And then he, then he went from that and thought it was a good idea to do um, Godzilla versus King Kong. Which I like. I like the King Kong love, and New Godzilla movies. I know great. we we both do. Like, like it is two big pop- beefy sons of bitches beating the shit out of each other. Fucking, what more do you need? It's, it's fucking popcorn. Exactly. And, so, and sometimes I need that. Let me let exactly. me en- let me enjoy my things. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So I forget. I forget. I think Adam Wingard um, directs the sort of the the movie that like sort of overlays throughout the movie because like the this these group of bandits 
have been told to go into this sort of abandoned house and find a VHS tape. But in this abandoned house is many TVs, many VHS tapes, and, and like and ever so slowly they're watching them in like sort of they come back out of like watching the tape as they watch the tape we watch it too um and like each one of them is like its own horror story you know this girl sort of seduces these frat boys but ends up becoming like a witch and she's like sort of she gets like she gets her thumb and just like rips down like from the top of her head to like her mouth and like sort of just her skin begins to peel and she's like sort of like yeah she's like spreads wings sort of takes these guys these like this guy and a girl get stalked on their sort of honeymoon drive it's fucking weird um like they sort of employ themselves on like the found footage aspect of horrors like each one of them is it is a found footage vhs tape um but like as these like these criminals don't realize they've been set up they are becoming a tape themselves because whilst they've been watching, someone in the house has been like sort of moving. Like this guy sort of starts in this like armchair. They think he's dead. But as they come out of one of the movies, the chair's fucking empty, G. Brother. It's it's a it's a it's a fuck up. Every like at least one like, at least one of these movies will make you go, What the fuck? I'm trying to remember some of the others from the first one. There's um there's an exorcism gone wrong. Like these guys, uh, I've told about this like Halloween party on like Craigslist. They all head there. They go, like they go into this house, and like no, it's, it's not an exorcism. It's a ritual. They go upstairs, and like this group of old guys are like sort of like got symbols on the floor, candles, books, and like they're sort of shouting out like they're chanting this prayer. That sort of turns this girl into like some demon that ends up like just killing everyone it's fucking whack but it was one of the first movies to do the whole like sort of um well it's not one of the first but like it it does because lots of movies do the whole hands through the walls kind of shit hands and faces through the walls this movie does that really well as the guys try to escape um is there another one i want to talk about from vhs1 no Actually, I put VHS one because, like, you've always got to go with the first. But my actual favorite segment from a VHS movie is in VHS two. But I'm not going to talk about that now because we need to learn about your next movie. I think I've seen. I think I've seen one of the VHSs. I don't remember which one. If I did, I'm pretty sure I saw it with you. Probably. I probably showed you the my favorite one from Pro um, VHS two. Is it the one about like it ends with the Lamb of God being born in Indonesia? I I, I can't I honestly I can't remember I just I you said VHS and like there's a shiver that went through me and I was like I feel like I've seen it then <laughs> <laughs> um so for for me it's not a uh, mine's just it's kind of out there so my next one is Tucker and Dale versus evil I'm gonna have to change one of my choices <laughs> love this movie it is just it's so good it is so it is, good but I, it, fuck it's you. just like it, it is oh man this this i cannot say enough good things about this fucking movie especially okay just to say just talking about like a specific thing it is the way so if you don't know 
the movie is about two two friends are trying to fix up a cabin in the woods, but the way they present themselves, it kind of look like the grotesque hillbillies, and there's a bunch of college students trying to party. They think these guys are dangerous and this and that. So, but they're just they're normal guys. You know, they just want to have a they just want to build up their vacation cabin and go fishing and drink beer, as you do. You know, so story goes on. They're fixing their thing, but these college kids are under the assumption that these guys kidnapped one of their friends and they're trying to do everything they can to save them but in doing that these fucking morons do everything they possibly can to get to kill themselves to the point where it convinces tucker and dale that it's like ritualistic suicide that these kids are doing yeah like one kid's going after him trips and flies into a wood chipper yes and he like, is just they're like they're, they're like they're running they're running side by side it's oh mm-hmm. man, and one of them trips and then sort of lands on like um like a pitchfork. Oh yeah, just and, and, and I, I don't I forgot if it was Tucker or Dale just stands there and just goes. Now that's just really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it it is just it is so fucking funny and it's just that subversion of the trope and you know it it, it works it works and. Alan Tudyk, it, I mean, it, he's just fucking amazing. It ta- it, like, they take this, like, sort of over... So, I've talked... I think I've talked about genre cycle on the podcast before, in which a sort of a genre starts, it because like, you know, and it, like, people sort of, like, get inspired and try and do their mm-hmm. own version, and then that becomes overdone. And then you've got the sort of... The comedy sort of aspect, you know, sort of comes around, all right, let's take that idea... And let's make it funny, and then to yeah. sort of restart the genre, it um, it becomes parodied. Now this is that sort of, and those parodies like sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they're so good, it's like oh crap. Well, you know we now need to think of something else. But Tucker and Dale mm-hmm. was the parody of like the sort of the overdone modern slasher movie. Now mm-hmm. I've actually I've actually at like because of Tucker and Dale versus Evil and you saying it I've changed I've changed mine to actually probably one of if not the most famous mid noughties slasher movie definitely one of the most memorable for like even okay. if you haven't seen this movie you rem- you re- you remember this movie but yeah like Tucker and Dale was the sort of the parody of that because Tucker and Dale came out twenty ten twenty ten twenty ten and it's like it's aged gorgeously. It is. It has. It is. Grab a, grab a couple of mates. Get a couple of beers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Harder, Harder. Right. So, uh, I agree with you, Tuckerdale. Great movie. Uh, may as well. Now that I've set it up, I'll tell you what my replacement mm-hmm. is for Tuckerdale vs. Evil: Final Destination Two. You, no one I know, whether I'm driving or driving with someone, will will refuse to drive behind those like log carrying trucks. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's because mm-hmm. of this movie. It's because of that. It has scarred me for life. Anytime, I'm <laughs> legit, anytime I'm driving behind a truck or anything like that that's carrying something that, it, if it hits something wrong, can fly and decapitate me. Nah, bro. Fuck that shit. Fuck that I'm shit. Out. Fuck that shit. I am changing shit. lanes. I am speeding up. I am getting the fuck out of the way. 
And it's also why I, you know, in Universal City Walk. Now, for all those who don't mm-hmm. know, you, um, America, you know, you can't just have the theme park. You need to have the theme park plus. So most theme parks in America have this sort of like, you know, free to play aspect, you know, like, you know, dip your feet in before you go the, the whole whack. You know, you've got um, Dis- uh, what is Disney's called? D- Downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. And then Universal Studios has Universal City Walk. Now, on Universal City Walk is this retro King Kong. I imagine it currently has a its Santa Claus outfit on because i imagine it's pretty it's already it's already christmas in america um don't worry it's it's happened over here too we also have the 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 horror its own horror show that is mariah carey it's that one time (laughs) of the year where she comes crawling out of the ground is it time for me to make some money (laughs) (laughs) um uh, uh, I refuse to walk under the King Kong because it has the kid that walks under the glass panels that shatter on top of him because of the pigeons and shit. Fuck. No, I can't walk under shit, man. I can't walk. No. I, I walked under... No. Like, I had to do it today. I had to bite my tongue, bro. I was on the way to the shops today, right? Someone was working mm. on the telephone mast, working on one of the wires, and all I thought was, yeah. if that thing snaps, I'm getting ripped in half, bro. That thing's go- that thing's gonna electrocute me. I'm gonna have burns. It's just gonna go, whoosh, just like make like turn me into human soup. G. I was like, I don't trust you up there. I like I kept looking at him to see if he looks at me, but this motherfucker concentrated, yeah. and I was like, you don't know how much props I give you for not like getting distracted by me, like you know, sort of trying to give you the stink just, eye. I was like, just staring at you. Yeah, you you like. <laughs> I know this is awkward, but like I need to know that you know you're working right now, bro. Because my life is in your hands, man. <laughs> but it was fine. I came back from the shops and he'd finished, and I was like, "Nice." You know, I didn't. I was like, I wasn't. I didn't mention it, but in my head, I was like, "You better be finished by the time I get back." Like, <laughs> I ain't taking no shit. <laughs> right. What's your next one? Did you so, find Destination 2? Which, like, just real quick. There's so many. Which one's your favorite? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say three was my favorite. I grew up with three. Three's great. The one that let you choose if people die or not on the DVD version. Yeah, I love that one, bro. On the roller coaster, shit. <laughs> like I, I know I've seen two. I see. I think two and three are the only ones that I've seen in their entirety. Mm. So. You know, I two I don't like because it scarred me. So I'm going with three because I fucking love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she. I I I used to have a little crush on her. Same, same. Hey, I call dibs. Since we're talking about childhood crushes, oh no, uh, it's kind of how that's how I'm segueing into mine. So my next pick is it. 2017. The mo- the movie 2017? No, the movie It. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> the movie 2017. <laughs> I didn't hear you. You cut off. I just heard 2017 and I was like, when I heard of this movie. What? <laughs> no. I've no, heard of 2012. So... Like, it's so bad. It's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, so... The story behind 
us me seeing it because this honestly it's one of my it's one of the reasons it's my fucking favorites because the story is just so fucking ridiculous you you bribed me into going to see this movie i with did you. i remember you wanted to go see um the steven soderbergh uh lucky thing lucky logan lucky logan you wanted to go you wanted to go see yeah. lucky logan <laughs> i was like I nah was bro like, you gotta go see it <laughs> And like we went, we went to go see it in Burbank, and we saw it at the fucking their Dolby thing. And yeah, it was, yeah. I was just like, "Fuck me!" And I, I think this was. There have been there have been movies before, but this was the movie where I was like, I was in the theater, it was a horror movie, and I walked out thinking that's just a really great movie. Yeah. Like the it, first one I is like so much better than the second one. Like I like Chapter Two, but yeah, I agree. Chap Chapter One is de- by far the best one out of the two like and, I, and lo- I, I only love chapter two for bill hader just like trying to give bill hader being Pe- bill hader bill hader trying to give pennywise some shit it's like fuck you oh. <laughs> and he just like spazzes out bro i was like but it's like <laughs> that's just bill hader on a friday doing, night like, <laughs> he's doing that like bill hader look and like dude that's not fear that's fucking hilarious what are you doing bill <laughs> But, like, I think the reason that Chapter 1 was probably the best of the two is, number one, the performance of the kids. They're all so fucking good. Oh. And I'm like, they, these kids have no right to be this good this this soon. But it works, and it's great. And, like, them playing, and Pennywise playing off, you know, Bill Skarsgård playing off of them the way he does mm. is just so great. And there's a, there's a genuine sense of fear from all the kids there's a genuine sense of fear throughout the entire movie but then you get to the end and they beat him and you know they scare him away or whatever you feel that triumph and it feels good and it feels right and it's like this is a solid fucking movie if they didn't do chapter two i would have been happy with it like it is a complete film it is a complete story obviously they kind of leave it in the ending like oh if he ever comes back we'll come back but you know you didn't have to do it but i Hands down, Ip Chapter 1 over Ip Chapter 2. Nice. Uh, just be glad that there's like there's a certain change from the book in, in, oh, yeah. in, the, in the movie. Oh, no, like, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, no, we, we, we don't we, talk we, about the we, change. We, we're like... not going to talk about the change, but if you, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And, and you wish you didn't, I bet. <laughs> you wish, you really, really wish you didn't. <laughs> but, like, then it, it's sort of like you think about, like, Stephen King... Like and most of his adaptations, all of them include some kind of like that kind of almost weird sexual aspect to them. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd rather they I'd rather they didn't like because <laughs> it's kind of weird the way that like some of his writing. I mean, we're talking weird and, and sexual stuff that I feel like you know the book takes the it the book takes the cake. Yeah. And not in a good way. <laughs> no, not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, that is not a cake I would have a piece of. So let us let's get into let's get into your your last pick, bro. My last pick. Let's do it. I've been doing top ten. Um, shit. I do have ten more. You know, if we want to do this again next week, I have more. Um, I can I'll, I can come up with five more. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So last one for this week. Okay, so I need to make sure I've already done one from twenty twenty two. I've already done a uh, 
uh, I don't want to say 2003 is my classic horror, but it was so far away that, yeah, now it is. Uh, found footage. I've done a foreign. You know what? I'm going to go with my other Tucker and Dale versus Evil kind of movie. Not as comedic, but had me bawling in times because of how fucking funny mm-hmm. it was. Cabin in the Woods. Drew Goddard, 20, 2012. Chris Hemsworth. Before, like, fucking four on the motorcycle. Don't worry, you guys. There's a natural ramp that the, the like created in the forest. I'll use that to escape. Poof, just crashes against this like the dome shield thing that the bird like sort of splatters itself against on in the start. And if you don't remember that, it's like you're like, whoa, what the fuck? You kind of have to pause it out of shock, and then like you look at a mate. Because don't ever watch this movie alone. Like, you look at your mate and just go, Four just got fucked up. (laughs) And then you've got the blind guy. You can never remember his name from Shape of Water. Mm -hmm. He plays one of the, like, controllers. Who's, he's got money on the, um... Like, the, uh, the, like, the man-made, like, the man-made, like, the mermaid man... Or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and mm. it's like, that's how he dies. <laughs> like, one of those things actually comes out to kill him. And he's like, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Just that sequence when all the monsters get let loose. Like, as soon mm. as they set that up in the movie, all you're thinking is, I, I want to see every motherfucker. Like, yeah. I want to I see this place get fucked up. And that's exactly what happens. And it's perfect. It takes all these great ideas, all these like mythical creatures, some like some you know more comedic than others, like you know parodies on other movies, some original, some like classics like redone. But holy shit, that sequence when the like the building just gets destroyed, my dude. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know who comes in clutch at the end? The stoner. <laughs> Owner. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure like Sigourney Weaver is like the sort of the big boss, the big boss, like the vessel of like all that is bad, like sort of trying to maintain mm-hmm. peace. Like all you have to do is die, and everyone else is okay. Yep. And these motherfuckers are like, well, I don't want to. And Sigourney's like, for real, fucker. Like, <laughs> every, you go, you you're gonna make sure everyone dies so your bitch ass lives. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. 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 That's a fan That's a fan <laughs> We love a bad boy king, and I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I watched uh, another week of watching too much TikTok, bro. Like, at this point, I don't even have sleeping problems. I have TikTok problems. Like, I wake up in the morning, and I, everyone asks me, oh, how did you sleep, Ed? Like, my parents and, like, s- some friends. I was like, like, shit. And I'm like, oh, why? You know, stressed? You know, you're scratching because I have eczema? He's like, no. This is up to three o'clock in the morning watching fucking TikTok. <laughs> you know, and, and of course, you know, you, you see some jiggly booty, and it's like, oh, fuck, well, you know. After Pornhub I go, like... <laughs> Like that's all. The, that's all the sign I needed to actually do this. <laughs> but that feeling's always there. It never goes away. It's like that's my problem, Cap. 
I'm always masturbating. Always ready. This, this just times in the day where I'm taking a break. <laughs> hey, the show's called Free Balling. Learn more about Ed, more than you ever wanted to know. <laughs> Abs- Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, That's a horror story. <laughs> hey, look! If King Kong, if King Kong starts coming through your windows, start swimming, and I'll leave you there. Oh, <laughs> I'm signing, and I am out of here. <laughs> hey, Meg, I'll let you back in the house. <laughs> No, favorite, like, just real quick, fav, favorite Family Guy line. Yeah, I'm gonna do one. You do one. My favorite right. one. Hey, Quagmire, I fucked your dad. <laughs> what a line! Right, what's yours? Okay, let's see, favorite, favorite. Okay. Ah. on for so long yeah it goes on for so long oh, oh christ well that was a good episode so join us next week for more motherfucker i still movies. got mine <laughs> no you don't i still, I still haven't done no. my last pick of this no one. You, you don't get to anymore it's over go home oh, fuck you no fuck <laughs> you go, I, I am home but if you want to you, you know I'll mute myself so you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Sebastian. I apologize. Jump in the gun. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, since well, that now I'm 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 in a bit of a pickle because like uh, if we're doing returning this into a two-parter, I'm all for that. So I don't know if I should because I have another one in my back pocket, and it's definitely like a guilty pleasure kind of horror movie. Ooh. And as opposed to this one, this one's a little more like closer to home. You know what? I think I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save this one for my last pick of Aww. the next one. So this is a gu- de- the probably one of the guiltiest pleasure movies. Okay. So for me, my last pick of this episode is going to be Freddy versus Jason. Damn, like my t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... There's, it, it's the same reason I love Godzilla and King Kong. I just love the idea of these two fucking monsters just duking it out. There's just something cool about it. Mm-hmm. And in the you know you in the movie you have Freddy and Jason competing th- throughout the entire fucking movie. You know they're competing for kills. They're competing for bodies. They're competing for you know who be who's the who's the best monster. Even though Freddy tries to like use Jason mm-hmm. to you know kind of restir fear so he can feed off of it or whatever seeing them go at it and them seeing them using their weaknesses against each other like their fears is just amazing because it it shows like as big and as strong and as powerful as you are everyone has that one thing that one thing that turns them into a little bitch <laughs> eye stuff i hate i hate eye stuff <laughs> I, sam 
Same. Like, heights. Heights are probably my biggest thing. I was going to say, like, it, you know how times you've it, had to hold my hand coming home from Vegas, that one bit? But, <laughs> but, you know, but you know what's crazy? The more I think about it, it's not necessarily heights that give me the issue. It is the fear of falling. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit freaks me. That Like, the sensation of falling, I fucking hate it. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. You can't make me do it. Okay, so well, if you fall from somewhere high enough that you think is going to kill you, you'll probably die before you hit the floor. So, there's that. Thanks. No worries. Thanks man. for that. Yeah, at least you won't feel yourself <laughs> turn into jelly. I Well, shit. Like that's what my dad says like when someone gets hit by a train cuz my dad used to be a police officer, so he's like he's had to go to like train suicides. And he says, like, sometimes it's just a pile of clothes. Like, you get hit so hard by that train that you literally, like, your organs, like, you get liquefied is, like, is basically what happens. Like, you have to wow. get identified through dental records. Fuck me. Well, and that's, that's and, I think that's... And that's why you're told to do hands on top of your head on on a plane during a crash. It's not because of, like, oxygen or, like, keeping yourself together. It's because it's really hard to identify a decapitated body. Well, the more you know. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) I think... The more you know from this gringo. (laughs) That was so funny! (laughs) Fuck's sake. We need that as a segment in future episodes. The more you know from this gringo, <laughs> Jesus. I think, I think that's where we're gonna end it. That's where I we're gonna end it. <laughs> People aren't looking forward uh, to the, the, like, the next horror movies. They're looking forward to more bullshit in between. <laughs> that's how it be, dude. That's, that's how, how it be. be. How it be? That banter be infectious. Absolutely. Oh, oh, it's shit. good to be back, man. Same. Same. I'm looking forward to next week, and hopefully the episode after next week's has a bit more of a plan to it, because this one did not. <laughs> I mean, it's it didn't, but like it, I feel like we... Honestly, it, what we, what, I think when we were working on like a list episode, we don't need too much of a plan, because like the nah. structure's pretty much embedded. Yeah. And I feel like our, our back and forth on it has gotten pretty pretty natural so it's good yeah. you know it's good. good yeah but um to all of our loyal followers our loyal our loyal listeners all uh all 0.5 of you <laughs> all, all all of all, all one of you all, all of <laughs> thank one you for of sticking you. with us <laughs> thank you for sticking with us and uh i mean they don't need to subscribe because <laughs> they've already subscribed but you know if you could like and Give it a share. Yeah, We'd appreciate it. You, you can pass pass us along and get yeah. your friends to subscribe. Yeah, why not? You know, threaten a puppy, whatever. It's fine. We're all we're all we're all the same. What? I didn't say that. <laughs> good night. What's up? <laughs> I said good night and good luck and good luck. <laughs> Everyone seen that movie? This is a good movie. <laughs> ah, it's always a good time for Scrub Squads. All right, you guys, we're fucking off. We'll see you later. Bye. All right, take it easy, guys. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on.
come join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the scripts. I heard we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. <laughs>